Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 501 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by the fearsome duo of Stephen Kyle Brackey, a proud Pittsburgh Penguins pan, fan. Wow, too many P's there. And Ben Funky Askren. Ben, how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I, I, I totally forgot, Christian, that you texted me last night. And I opened, I opened up the doc, and it said one last talent thing. And I think every every listener right now is going, ah, oh, not another hour of this. No, <laughs> no, it won't be another hour. It won't even be five minutes, probably. But I was thinking, so I don't really re-listen to the show ever anymore because I already heard it once. And but I re-listened to yesterday's because I was like, I don't know, I was just thinking a lot about it, and. You kept asking, like, oh, how do you, if there's aptitude or how are you measuring that or whatever kind of thing, I kind of really didn't give an answer that was satisfactory to you, and I wasn't really able to exactly express kind of what I felt. So then I thought about, okay, what's a way I could explain this better? So all human, here's how I'm going to try to, and it might not help anything, but I'll say it and then it'll be, that'll be it. Okay, so all human beings have a max potential for their thing, whatever whatever it is. There's thousands of things that humans can do physically, for cognitively, everything. whatever, right? There's jumping, yeah. there's running, there's oxygen capacity, there's uh, mental processing, like how quick you can do that. And everyone has a max that is different for them. That is like my max for how high I could jump. The max potential is different from Bracky's, is different from yours, and it's different for all humans. Okay, so the way I would say that is not – now, what makes it difficult is that we don't know what that max is or what people's max are. But we know that they all have one, and we know that there is an average max for everyone. And I would I would define the talent and the talent gap as the difference between the average max and where you are. So if the average max was 5 for jumping and Bracky was a 7, then, okay, he would be slightly above average. But if, you know, then – Michael Jordan walks in and he would be a 10, right? And so that would be how much more talented he is than Bracky and how much but more. Did he, did, he, did he work on that or was that like, you know, when he was one, no, that, one years old? No, it doesn't matter if it was worked part. at. It's just their max potential. It's just their max potential. Right? Well, Everyone has one that max worked potential. It, uh, but how do you know? How do you know? What you Bracky don't know. You don't is... know any of it. You don't know any of it. Okay. But all, you all say you, you do, don't know. Yeah, you don't know. 
but but everyone has one. Everyone has a max potential. We don't know what it is, but we we know that everyone has one, and we know that there would be an average of that number, and that if you were slightly if you were above that average number, then that would be your talent. And that's really hard to measure, but that's one. But that's way. not talent, Christian. That's skill. If someone worked at something and someone else didn't, then they're better than that Wine's, skill. Not- I didn't even say they worked at it. I just said that is their their body's max well, potential. But, it's potential. Uh, it doesn't I, mean they worked at it. So you're saying you're saying theoretically we can measure it, even though I don't really know how to do that. That's what you're saying. Theoretically yes. we can measure that. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. Okay, so so here I thought of a better way. I thought of a better way to then describe ah, what I would. You're say. no better than me. <laughs> Well, all these dumb dumbs on Twitter were coming at me, and you know, listen, guys, I I can't help it. I really didn't see getting... that. Uh, I mean, pe- people well, disagree. They, probably with you, just... but I don't think they yeah. were. They kind of, they were they were too bad. You know what? The MMA crowd is like ten times worse than the wrestling crowd. Yeah, I know. The MMA crowd they are they are very they are not good people. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, okay, so one of the things that I think, I don't know why people were getting this confused. So I gave 17 categories, which is not all-encompassing. I think it's pretty dang close to what you need. So I guess here's one of the things I was trying to say, Christian. If So we go, we give every single, we can, we can somehow study this, all of these things, right? Like like your theoretical example. Theoretically, mm-hmm. we, can, we can study these. We can get the answer on what their max potential is of, of that category from, yeah. from birth or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so everyone has a max score of 170. So you're scoring them all one through 10 on each, each of 17 categories. Okay. So does it really matter if someone's at a 160 and they score nines instead of tens in 10 of the categories my, for minus 10 points, or if they score a zero in one of the categories? And to me, the answer is really no. And again, to what I was saying yesterday, I think if you scored everyone in all 10 of those categories, Almost everyone would score like in the same parameters, right? There mm-hmm. wouldn't be, you know, one person with a zero and one person with 170. Like, I just, I don't think that's very feasible. Okay. I don't, uh, All right. I don't disagree. We, we got to be done. Our, our right. audience is going to be so mad at us. No, they're not. They liked it. They're not mad at it. They did actually. You're right, Christian. You know, so a vocal minority, you know, you know what, Christian, you nailed it. A vocal minority doesn't want us to keep talking, but. The loud minority says a whole bunch of damn people watched that show, so you liked it. So, so you know what? Stop being the vocal minority. I used to, I used to get caught up in this a little bit too, and then I kind of learned. So, someone would be like, or I would be like, "Dude, people are freaking out on social." And then <laughs> I forget who it was. To me, is like, freaking. I was like, "Who's freaking out?" Like everyone, everyone's freaking out. But <laughs> I forget who it was that said to me, "He's like, how many people?" And then I went and counted. It was, it would be like eight. Okay, eight people. How many people follow Flow Wrestling on Instagram? Three three hundred thousand. How many people like this post? Oh, twenty thousand. Okay, all right. So most people just don't say anything. It's easy to get caught up on uh, the the comments and stuff, and it can feel so much bigger than it is. And you don't realize how many people are not saying anything that are reading it or whatever. So I've learned to have better perspective about that than I used to have. And I'm like, Oh wait, it's actually not bad at all. Christian. I just scrolled back in one day, just one day, just a full, do you want people watch that video? Hmm. Tell me. No. 210,000. Really? On uh, Facebook. Damn. 
Facebook. Oh, just on Facebook. Just on so Facebook. I guess they liked it. So that means Scott Ross, mm-hmm. shut your yapper. Yes, yeah, Scott Ross. What's his big problem? Enough. Just log off. We're done with you. Yeah, that's it. If you can't, if you don't love me at my talent debate, you don't deserve me at my 125 preview. That's what I say. Well, because I think they're telling us they love the talent debate. We just debate talent every day. <laughs> every <apparently>. day. <laughs> this, okay. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> pick pick a different wrestler and then and debate their their talents. You know what would be fun? But someone, someone, and me and me and Tommy did this. A- oh no. They did it, but we don't know what they did. <laughs> it could have done anything. Yeah. Who knows? I think he'll be back. Uh, so Ben, Ben froze. There he is. Ben, are you there? I can't hear you yet. He'll get you on. He's got to do something. He's working on it. Okay. See Scott yeah. Ross? So this is Scott Ross's fault. I'm blaming him. Uh, talk. No. Yeah, I hear you. No, we got you. Okay. Um, Scott Ross. Yeah, that's totally his fault. Um, yeah, so, so I was saying with Tommy, one of the things we did, and actually I'm going to circle this back to our all-decade thing and then also our hypothetical thing. Perfect. We chose like a really good wrestler, and we, we dissected what their problems were, you know, from a technical standpoint. Well, I remember when you did this with Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel was the first one, okay? Yeah. Um, I think we nailed it at that point in time. Obviously, you literally he did. It, it, was, he progressed. it was kind of freaky because the – uh, I forget what it was that Nate Jackson or someone, the problems he presented were like exactly what Tommy outlined. Tommy yeah. knew outlined. I remember Tommy yeah. specifically like. Yeah, he nailed it. Yeah, nailing it. Tommy's, Tommy's really sharp. Yeah. Um, so, but we, so we did this. We, we could take a uh, different wrestler every day, pick out their, their few weaknesses and piss them off. Because you know what we did, Christian, in that whole all decade and then the, the, the state team thing? Yeah. Normally, we would just be talking about what's happening, and there'd be winners and losers, and we wouldn't be doing all that much predicting. And the winner and losers are done, and then we just have to comment on what happened at, say, the U.S. Open or wherever. So now you got, we are literally putting the greatest wrestlers against the greatest wrestlers in the all decade team in the state thing, mm-hmm. and we're just making everybody mad at us for no good reason, except for the fact that there's no actual tournaments going on, and we have to talk about something. Exactly right. What else are we supposed to do? Can't talk about. There's not. No, there's not a lot else. We're to not going to not do the show. You're not going to not. <laughs> so okay. Um. Yeah. Good points, Ben. Um, <laughs> I have a I have a broken arrow update. So we got the boys on the ground from uh from the training camp. More stuff's going up. It's really cool. They did a sit down with um Anthony Ashnault and Miles Amin, talking wrestling and stuff. So check that. Check all that out. I talked to Mike this morning. They got more stuff going up, so very exciting. Um, a few nuggets. Uh, Miles Amin sounds like he will not go back down to 174. Uh, he and Michich were kind of non-committal on if they would or wouldn't take an Olympic red shirt. It seems like they're leaning towards wrestling, but maybe not. Uh, Michich well, may be the one more. Um, what? I got a question. Okay. Can I ask, teacher? <laughs> Don't do that again. You got so quiet. What? Um, do you think that uh, uh, that Michigan could redshirt all these guys again? I, I think technically they could. Iowa's so good this year. Maybe they're saying, let's give it another year down the road, and maybe we can win. Because, listen, their chances of winning in two years are much better than their chances of winning this year. Winning. Not placing highly, but winning. Could winning. that be happening? 
Maybe. All right, so let's think about that. It might be. Let's do a Michigan deep dive. Let's think about it all. Because well, you got you got to go over who's I who I was going to lose after this year, which is a lot. Yeah, it's prob- so they'll lose Spencer DeSanto, uh, yep. Murin, Ironman, Ironman, Murin, Ironman uh, Marinelli. Oh my gosh, Marinelli, Kemmer, Kemmer. Kemmer. Oh boy, that's that's, that's how enough. many points is that? That's a lot of points. <laughs> Caleb Young, Caleb Young, Caleb that's, Young. That's seven. That's at least. I mean, if they that's did bad, hundreds. That's, that's, that's 80 points if it was terrible. If they had a bad tournament, it's probably 100 and some points they're losing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got to so they... do it this year. <laughs> you mean Michigan's got a red shirt this year? Well, uh, and Iowa's got to win this year. Yeah. They, they I mean, because they're not winning in two years. I know it's May right now, and we're looking at this. Uh, I thought this would be closer at the top between Me too. Cornell and Michigan and Iowa. I, Iowa, I just run away with this. Of course, I think we were saying the same thing about Penn State last year, and that didn't happen. So, yeah. Iowa's so good well, next year, though. They're good, but man, one injury, one injury, one thing pulls them back. They lose twenty points, and it's it gets really interesting. Well, who uh, who's great in two years, Cornell? I mean, is that when we're going to be great? I, they don't yeah, lose Mirren, by the way. Oh, okay. They don't lose Mirren. I thought he and uh, Spencer were the same. Yeah, I guess not. But they, so those, those other, the other six they lose. Yes. We were right on those. Yes. Dang, that's crazy. It's still still quite a quite a squad out the door. Um, yeah. And Warner would be back. I mean, they'll be good. So, but and what what will Penn State look like? They're kind of the the team we're not talking about that you have to always talk about. Well, they're going to lose Nick Lee, and that's it, right? Nick Lee, yeah. Nick Lee comes off, um, and they've he's got guys. Coming, they've got Bo Bartlett coming in. Is RBY a senior or no? No, he's not. RBY will be a junior next year. Yeah, true junior. Yeah, so they they don't really lose all that much. And Nick Lee and. RBY both have red shirts, right? Oh, does Penn State punt also? RBY for sure. Yeah, Nick Lee got pulled out of his, yeah. Yeah, so yep. they could they could do that. So if they wanted to redshirt Bartlett and Howard and RBY and Nick Lee, they could do that. So maybe yeah. maybe that's something they consider. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Mich- should, should Michigan – because what – other than the, the big red shirts, which are Michich – Massa, Amin, and um, it's just those, those, three. those three. Those three. Because they're gonna. Everyone else is super young. So Canaan Store, Cam Amin, um, Will Luan, Mason Paris, uh, Joey Silva, <laughs> Kurt McHenry, Kurt McDirt, um, Kurt, Kurt McHenry. Now, well, Canaan Store might be. He's got to be older. He's up there. He's a I think he was he'll a senior. He'll be a senior, he'll be a senior so he'll be gone. If they redshirt him, he won't be oh. back for the next year. Although he was supposed to. Although redshirt. hold on, Kanan, if you remember, was Olympic redshirting. That's true. And pulled oh. out. Oh, so could he reapply the redshirt? I'm sure he probably could. Okay, so if he could, then they really, man, Michigan could really. I just don't yeah. think they're gonna. Man, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to want to Jack, do that again. Yeah, Jack Medley's still young again. I mean, yeah, they're going to they bring the a lot back. They need to do all or none because it's like 
if yes. it's, it's a disaster scenario if Mitrich is like, oh, I want mine, and Amin and Massa come back and wrestle, and then like you basically lost your window when you're trying to. Not every team can win every year and put themselves in position to win every year, but so you kind of win. You have to make the stars align sometimes. So that's one of those good problems that Coach Bormet and company have to figure out. But yeah, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Man, I'd go for I'd go for it. You'd sit them. Well, yeah, I was man. And this I was saying. I said this all year. This year, Iowa was so good this year that you know we say one injury, but they're they're ten deep. They're, I mean, they're literally going to have start of the season next year. They're going to have ten guys ranked in the top ten. They're probably going to have how many legit title contenders do they have? Spencer like Desanto, five? yeah, Spencer Desanto, Ironman, um. Marinelli, Kimmer. What do you consider like Warner and Ca- Cassiope? No. No, not well, Cassiope. What about Warner now with Colin Moore gone? Is Colin Moore out of the picture? Who who else is there? Yeah. I mean, you got the GOAT, Ben Darmstadt. The top four, Noah Adams, Ben Darmstadt, J.I.L.O., Eric Schultz, and then Jacob Warner. So he's got to be in there. So they got six top Yeah, there. Jacob Warner can totally win this weight. Yes. So they uh, they have six. Dudes that could win, yeah, man. If you can do it, maybe do it. And you know the other thing, this 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 season is going to be weird. It's not going to be like so a, random. It's you're not going to have a lot of matches, right? I don't think. I don't think yes. you have a lot of tournaments. So there's something about like if you're a Michigan fan and you have the Michigan fan base, it's like it's going to be harder for them. This could be maybe their best year in years. This could be the year they win a title, right? Or do you want that? To be the season where you have ten matches and you go to one tournament, and it's like, yeah. or you could have the one where wrestling's back full bore. We're gonna have a full schedule. We're gonna go to v- Cliff King, Las Vegas. We're gonna have. We're gonna host a bunch of awesome duels, et cetera, et cetera. You probably want that in two years with your big. So I don't know. It's a tough balancing act, but and it's so hard to be. I don't know if I want to say so hard to be patient, but it's just so hard to say to leave that much firepower on the bench because yeah. mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen to those guys in the next year. What if they say, I, d- I don't want to be in college anymore. I don't want to do So it's a, yeah. it's a gamble, but I could totally see well, them saying, hey, let's do it. The other thing, Christian, I, I, and I don't think this is going to happen, but you, we, uh, let's just say we, ne- we never know. Um, I mean, who knows if something like, you know, the coronavirus starts coming back uh and they canceled the season again right i mean that's like or at least the first half of the season or something like i think that's not completely out of the question yet you're right right not to be depressing or anything no thanks for that appreciate thanks. it <laughs> damn it sorry <laughs> um well i got any death tolls you want to read us ben <laughs> jeez um, well, uh, it has been looking better for the United States. I mean, we're, I we're on this down, downward slant. It's positive. Hopefully, it keeps moving in that direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. My hope yeah. as well. Um, you know, and think about now that, now that we're talking about it, like who could sit who. Penn State, thinking about their roster, we said RBY, Nick Lee, they could, they could sit. Aaron Brooks has... Both red shirts still available, right? Or at least the one. He at least has the Olympic. Um, I keep forgetting. Aaron Brooks, it, it messes me up because I can't remember if it was his gap year or his red shirt year that was two seasons ago. I think he took a regular red Aaron shirt. Aaron Brooks. I don't think he did. 
I think it was gap. I feel like it was a gap year. Okay. Yeah, he did not because he went to Midlands. Yeah, but that was like on he, a like, catch. On yeah, Russell has him like Titan Mercury. Got it. I'm okay. pretty sure he did year at OTC. Grace like. Great not enrolled shirt. anywhere, yeah, and then Penn State. Yeah, so he was a true freshman last year. So he could – he had both red shirts available. Okay, I am remembering that correctly. Yes. So they could they could redshirt him as well and roll out kind of a skeleton crew. They could skeleton wrestle – Skeleton crew. You know, no, it's, throw those three out. They're still going to be a, a, a good team. It'll probably closely resemble – they'll probably have a national champion somewhere, somehow. But – You think? Who who's their most likely chance? Yeah, so that was that was what their best chance. Who who else? Well, if, okay, who, if who, Nick who, Lee, who, RBY, are on or are redshirting. This is all this is hypothetical. They're right? not if if that happens. Yeah, obviously, if that happens, they're not getting a national champion. Yeah, maybe not. Well, we probably didn't, wow. I didn't think Matt Brown was going to win a national title either, and they won that year. They had a pretty good twenty, but this team won't be as good as. That team, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Carter Starocki's going to be super good. I don't know. If Ooh, he's going to be really good. Yeah. He, I'm really high on him. I'm super high on him. And, man, I I was like, all right, we'll see what he is in college kind of thing. Watching him at Fargo, I was like, all right, there's he's good. And then, man, he just – I know his, his competition at the scuffle wasn't great, but you can just tell sometimes. No, he's – He's really good. Yes. Okay. Beast. Look at the I told you about him sitting next to me at I told you sitting next to him sitting behind me at the Ohio State Penn State duel. Yeah. What did he say? Uh, that's us. Uh, everything was wrong. He was wrong about everything. He was talking about who <laughs> Who did they bring out a red shirt uh that year like at 125 or no they got a transfer. Carson Coon Carson maybe. Coon. Yeah. yeah. And he had a story about Carson Coon that was just like far off and then they had someone else at 33. He was just like, he he was trying to impress a girl that was sitting next to him. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm here. He's like, right. Like, he like I'm sitting next to someone. And he's like, right here, you know. So I'm hearing uh-huh. everything he says. And he's, <laughs> he's just getting every detail about these wrestlers wrong. And I'm, I was just chuckling to myself uh, <laughs> the entire time. But I don't know. Maybe the girl liked it. I'm not sure. You know, obviously, maybe. He's kicking some butt. So you if never know. She went to the scuffle. She probably liked that because. Um, but <laughs> he, he balled out for sure. Well, he, he was in high school at the time because this was Ohio State, Penn State, maybe the greatest duel ever. Yeah, very, very possibly. Very possibly. So, yeah. Oh, he was perfect 19 and 0 last year. Yeah. He 63% was, yeah. bonus rate. Dude, he was good. He's good. <laughs> he's good. Yeah. I like him a lot. So, they could wrestle him. They'd have Michael Beard. I guess you could throw My- Michael. We'll see what, what he is. I I was high on him coming out and his results haven't really been amazing but still think he's pretty dang good um yeah i don't i don't think i wouldn't say national title contender you know kurt fleet i mean you you do have kind of a point with kurt fleet but uh man i'm about to see it first i mean it's been a while since we've seen when was the last time we seen him compete was watch, it junior watch world his senior no watch his senior nationals dude he he was beating tony nelson with like 30 when? seconds left at, at We're talking about Dallas? Yeah. In Dallas? Yes. Totally forgot he was there. Are you sure? Yes. I remember distinctly. Oh. He 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 was beating Tony Nelson late. I'm almost positive. Okay. Oh, Tony wow. Nelson, okay. very I, good wrestler. I, so we've, we've seen him recently. Tony Nelson is a very good wrestler. Yeah. Uh, I, I, 
Did Tony Nelson beat Gable when Gable was a senior in high school? He did, right? Yes. Dang. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll entertain entertain Kirk Vliet. Entertain it. Entertain it. I think he's (laughs) super duper good. Um, Okay. All right. So we were talking about something. Oh, yes. Broken Arrow camp. Then then it became redshirt everyone um, because Penn State – I was going to be too good, according to according to Ben. So listen, you just admit how many. Listen, that ten. Okay, let's do this, Christian. Let's let's, let's just gamble right now because gambling's fun. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this: over under next year, Iowa scores. I'm going to give you a good one: 125 points in nationals. You get to pick the over or the under, and we'll do we'll do push-ups on it. Push-ups. Uh, or bet okay. or bet or bet Bitcoin. One of the two. You got six <laughs> of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, over under six. I'll say over. I'll say over. Yeah, Christian, twenty-five points in nationals. That's a really, really good team. Yeah, that's a really good team. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be super good. Yeah, Richard, everyone, guys. All right. I'm. <laughs> last year, I was very much. Cancel this season. Now I'm like, you know what? We canceled last year. You know what? Cancel (laughs) this year. Cancel Um, it. Yeah, retreat your squads. I don't know. Cornell Cornell could make it interesting. What what has to happen is Cornell's got to get their champs to be champs. Iowa's got to have guys that could win, get fourth and fifth and stuff, and then it gets interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cornell, Cornell, I think, has the best shot. But I, I would say... Cornell's best shot is in two two years. They're going to be so good in two years. Yeah. Oh man, the team that will be a fun team race as well. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There's hope. Good things are going to happen at some point. We won't. We'll never get hurt like this again. I have to believe that. I can. I cannot accept that there's a possibility that the week before NCAs they'll cancel it. So it'll never happen again. I'm saying it, speaking it into existence. Ben Asker, if I told you. All right, Broken Arrow. Listen, we, Broken Arrows. Yes. Open for business. Oh, Stay. oh, hold on, hold on. I, I hold on. I'm sorry. Hold this thought, Christian. I, I have another piece of evidence to um, put on in front of the jury right now. Okay. A jury do you know piece. where the Do you know where the 2022 Nationals is? Detroit. Detroit. Oh, baby. Red, red, red shirt them all. Red shirt them all. You got to do, do, do it. That's 20 um, minutes. It's like yes. right there. Oh Detroit, my Rock City. Detroit. Coach Borman's got to be looking, giving that the side eye now. <laughs> yeah, be like, Damn. oh yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Do man. All right, we get. Coach you want to graduate all here. them dudes? Yeah, you want to graduate all them dudes before you got nationals at home? Yeah. Come on, you don't want to do that. It's a terrible idea. You gotta do it. Where's nationals this year? I normally Same know St. Like, Louis. Oh boy. Classic St. Yeah. Louis. Freaking emos. Freaking emos again. Hey, did you see? So remember um, Prez did the emos review mm-hmm. like a few years ago? But he was like standing there and the emos guy was there as well. Yeah, he was way too nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he did. <laughs> Maybe, he did. He n- didn't give him a high number, but he No, gave it was him- a six something, but like still, that's higher than it should be. And then he did another one uh-huh. like a week ago and they got a 2.2. There you go. <laughs> it's much it's, more accurate. That's about what it's like. That's about what it's like. Go to Kroger's. Go to HEB. Get you a frozen pizza. It'll be better than any emo. Sorry, guys. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. 
No more. Yeah, no more. I agree. You know it, Ben. It's bad. No, I, I never disagreed. I mean, <laughs> listen, the only thing I said, the only thing I said, Kyle, I said one thing. I said I'm not eating effing exotic exotic Joe's Joe Exotics pizza instead of emos. That's all I said. We got yeah, who knows I, what kind of meats in that. No, I wouldn't Christian's either. I, I I don't trust the Walmart meat. The expired going, Walmart meat. No one listen, if anyone got food poisoning from the pizza, we would have heard about it. I think I think we get rid of food way too easily in this country. We're pampered. I'd have rolled the dice. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I, I see what you're saying, but I'm not rolling the dice on not, Walmart I'm meat not. that came no. in trash bins Why in the back of a. Walmart meat because it's from Walmart. But that's what it was. I, but you <laughs> say Walmart was. meat like that's a bad thing. Like you don't get meat from Walmart. Okay. Well, you got you got to think Walmart <laughs> doesn't expire their meat uh, nearly as from as difficult standards as say a high end grocery store, right? I'm actually. I would say they have the exact same standards. I'm sure it's it's regulated by the government. Not we're not ta- a- Christian. We're talking about a Walmart. You're talking about Walmart in rural Oklahoma. You think they follow all government standards? Come yes, on. I do. Stop. Stop. Listen, I'll eat the, I'll oh, eat the Joe. God. I stand with Joe Exotic and his pizzeria. My, my that was misspelled. Up. Thinking about exotic Joe's gross pizza. I like that you call him exotic Joe. You're the only person in the country who calls him exotic Joe. Joe Joe exotic. Okay. All right. Uh, Speaking of Oklahoma, I don't know how far Broken Arrow is from Winniewood. But Broken Arrow, Oklahoma in general, it's open. Open for business. Okay. They're having this camp. Eric Guerrero at his... Privately owned gym facility has athletes coming in and training there. Would you believe that there are people within the American wrestling circuit that are very, very upset about this? Not just like people. Duh. Yes, obviously. Obviously, why? Why are they upset? I cannot understand. People should be Christian, excited that this is happening. Don't you pay attention to the culture? I knew you guys were going to catch so much flack for that. Listen, we are in a culture where everyone wants to be upset about everything. Give me, no, a, you know, like, I don't think you know, give not- me freedom. Give me personal liberty. If these kids want to go wrestle in a room even and risk their corona, whatever. It's not even about corona, I don't think, right? No, I don't know what it's about. I don't know why they're, the people are mad. And this is not like fans. This is like people in the community, names yeah, we know, yeah. that are like mad that they're doing this. Right. What? I, what are they? What specifically? Or did they say? Did they say a specific complaint or no? They no, not not. I haven't heard like a specific complaint. Well, first it was like, oh, this is USA Wrestling sanctioned thing, which it's it's not. It's it's Eric it's Guerrero not. having a camp, and there's USA, USA Wrestling insurance is not all that good, anyways. We you should, if you're a private facility, you should probably get your own insurance, which we do in fact have here. Okay, I don't know anything about that, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying there. are they're doing their own thing. Eric Guerrero is doing his own thing, and there's wrestlers that want to wrestle. And I think it's just sour grapes from people that their their states aren't open, and they're not able to train. They're not able to go into their rooms. And they're they're mad that they can't do it. And I think that's so backwards and so strange to me. I, I really didn't – I maybe naively didn't anticipate that. And we, we're not – you know, obviously we're not doing anything wrong, and – Coach Guerrero's not doing anything wrong. It's just really backwards mentality that people are calling and complaining um, about this. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, okay. So listen, I think some people are just spiteful and hateful and that's probably a part of it. And that's, you know, uh, before Corona, that was definitely a big part of it. Um, but I, I would say there is a genuine, probably there probably a chunk of those people are genuine thinking that, um, these people are unnecessarily putting themselves at risk and they think they're doing good by trying to protect those, you know, said people. Um, but yes, the majority of them are probably just spiteful. And, you know, are jealous that they get to do stuff and other people can't. Yeah, that's the way I took it out. I was just upset that they can't do stuff, but that. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma is open and someone is putting this on. Yeah. Apparently the hmm. local government's like super pumped and like the, the head of the Chamber of Commerce came by and like talked to the guy. So it's it's good. Um, I think it's a good thing personally. Also, we're looking at about yeah. two two uh two hours forty two minute trip from Broken Arrow to Winniewood. All right, Broken Arrow's north they're, they're, of Winniewood. Kind of a hike. They're they're doing a field trip there tomorrow. Actually, I heard. <laughs> that's that's a training. <laughs> the, the Winniewood RTC. We need that one to open up. Get, oh my goodness! Out of there. Okay. Well, really? I thought they I thought they oh, moved from Winniewood to like where did they move to? Wasn't it somewhere on the border? They said they were going to do that, but they haven't because Jeff Lowe's a liar. It was it was the one that was right by the casino that I fought at. Yeah, the uh, was like, I'm forgetting. It's right on the Texas border. Yeah, uh, as yeah. soon as you what cross is it. it. I for, hang on. Thackerville. 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 Yeah, they were going to build it right behind the casino, but I don't think that I don't think that's happening anymore. Yeah, because yeah. Jeff Lowe just renamed the Winnie Woods or whatever. Jeff Lowe's a fraud. Mm, yeah. Everybody Are you guys follow Jeff Lowe on social media? No. no. Do you? No. Oh. But Kyle's coming up with all this new information. Listen. He, he, he's a sponge, man. He yeah. reads a lot. He's a, Kyle's a big reader guy. He reads all the stuff. He knows all the, the, all the deets. Okay. Oh, hey, Fair speaking enough. of, you were, um, you were talking about like Michigan's uh, mm. president or AD was talking. Yeah, so just a few more updates on like – Sports coming back and what NCAA people are saying. First of all, NHL announced yesterday they're coming back. That's why I'm wearing the Penguins stuff uh, oh. today. They went ahead and just like stopped the regular season. And then the top 24 teams, which playoffs is usually 16, but they did 24. Mm. Um, and then they're going to have like hub cities. So there's like eight hub cities. Um, and it's, it's still going to be probably a month or so down the line before they're back, but they have a plan in place and are working towards that. So that's great. Um, but Michigan's AD or president, I keep saying AD, president came out and said, I believe it was Sunday, they're not going to, he's like, no sports will happen on my campus unless students are back. And that goes against like everything that we've heard and like all the positive stuff from schools and other presidents out there. Now, it is what? important to note he's an uh, immunologist originally. So he is obviously. I think more worried about this than maybe the the, the normal immunologist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then, literally yesterday, Iowa State's AD Jamie Pollard came out and was like, "We're playing football, and with the <laughs> guideline with the guidelines that we have in Iowa, we can fill half the stadium, so thirty thousand people." Um, Boom! And he's hoping to even extend that number if things get better and the guidelines get increased. Um, so it, I'm telling you, this is going to be a school by school thing, Man. and like state by state thing, and like 
if these presidents and ADs feel comfortable doing it, they're going to do it because they know how important it is. Um, I'm, I mean, Michigan's a pretty big deal. Yeah, that's in all college so athletics. So yeah, I I do think his tone will change. Yeah, his. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the biggest brands in college sports. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it is a little bit of a virtue virtue signaling type of thing where a lot of people don't want to go first. So you know, when someone like Jamie Pollard kind of goes out on a limb. I, I appreciate that. But, I mean, look what California did. The whole California state system said, we ain't coming back this fall. There's going to be no in-person classes. And they said that in early May. Classes don't start till the middle of September. Yeah. yeah. That's or, I'm sorry, middle of August, August. to early September. Yeah. It's kind of so like crazy. Jaws. I've seen Jaws. It's like the mayor's, he's trying to get that couple to go in the water. No one's going in the water. Everyone's just going to the beach. And he's like, hey, he's, Go in the water. Maybe not the best example, but I was thinking about that. Jaws is one of my favorite movies. Ever. Michael Andrews mm-hmm. had a funny comment on Facebook. He said, what if instead of feeding her husband to a tiger, Carol Baskins actually snuck her husband into the Walmart meat truck? Ooh. Oh. Then, okay. That's not the kind it's of like meat I wanted work. to eat. <laughs> if, if, no, you said Walmart meat truck. That's not from Walmart. <laughs> you cannot buy a Carol Baskins dead husband at Walmart. That's a fact. Oh, my gosh. Um. In case you didn't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, any, anything else before we go on to the next thing? No, anything else on what? Because we, we've kind of been all over the place a little bit, Christian. <laughs> you know, who knows where? It's With you, with Kyle, you never know. We could go anywhere. How about this? And I'm, I'm curious how much body language discussion goes oh, on. I'm, in I'm, ask- in, I'm in for this. I'm in okay. for this. Ben's in. Let's go. Okay. Because I've heard you talk... So much about wrestling. I've never heard you once talk about body language and, and it, if it does or does not matter. So I'll set the stage and then I'll let you go. So recently a study came out that I found pretty funny. That like basically your body recovers better, faster than with your hands on your knees and you kind of hunched over than this. And I remember my coach always tell me, hands above your head. Staying up straight, blah, blah, And I always knew that didn't feel as good or like I was recovering. Yeah. But they yeah. always said it as, no, your lungs are more open, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, what, whatever. Uh, but Not but this sure. always felt better, right? And then so this comes out that like, hey, it's you superior heart rate recovery and greater tidal volume, whatever that is, um, if you're hunched over. So Coach Bono, shout out, jump around, says. Oh, that's, is- who you, that's, who you're, that's, that's who you're pitting me against this morning? Well, I don't know. What, I don't know where you. What you feel about it? So, so it's actually okay. Hel- Helen and, and Chris Bono. So Bono says it also shows your opponent how tired you are. It was never about the science, all about the body language. Let's go. Then Helen Maroulis, Olympic champion, in the other corner says, "I've never understood this. I always do the hands on the knees posture. I've never felt psychologically weak or that I gave my opponent any advantage. Whatever assumption they made about it ended up being wrong, anyways." Okay. So, that's brilliant, Helen. Very well said. Oh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> so that's how you feel? Well, I, I usually, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, I mean, I, I think there's there's a handful of things to talk about here. So now, like, in, say, in younger kids, um, the feeling sorry for themselves manifests itself in body language, right? When they're like, I'm tired, and they're, uh, you know, like that. Yeah. That's, that's manifest. So, so uh, first and foremost, we would have to get them to get get rid of those thoughts, right? Which that listen, 
humans aren't used to going pushing themselves really hard right so there has to be it does take some time to get used to that for that to be a, a new normal for their bodies right it's like i don't know christian have you ever been in a sauna with someone who's never been in a sauna before and it's really hot yeah they can't handle it they're out yeah. in like five minutes they're like oh my god this is so terrible and then you get someone who's been in there for a while and it's like not only is it not terrible it's actually fairly enjoyable yes right and so you know, bodies need to get used to things. So in little kids, you know, we got to get their minds to be comfortable, to be normal with being really, really tired and realize it's fine. It's going to happen. Listen, there's no way you're going to wrestle a seven minute match. Anyone, anyone, any, any of you guys, this, you can't wrestle a seven minute match and not get tired. That's dumb. Is that, can yeah. we agree that's fair? Yeah. I, I mean, it's like, what agree. if I told you? <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you burpees for seven minutes? Listen, Christian, you're going to get tired. It's just horrible. It's, it's physiology. Yeah, I think actually, the, I believe the human body's been studied, and you can really do ma full max effort for only four seconds. I believe that's the truth. What? So, uh, <laughs> four seconds. Yeah, so hold on. So in, like in 100-meter dashers, it's 10 seconds. They won't give full effort off the blocks. They'll get their stride, and they'll explode, and then they'll coast. Yeah. You, you could research that. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that one. Um, and so once we get a person thinking right and not feeling sorry for themselves, I don't really care how they stand. And frankly, if putting your hands on your knees is the most efficient way to stand to get yourself ready to wrestle, then let's do that, right? Let's do the most efficient thing. The most efficient thing is generally the best thing. Why would we want to do something that is less efficient than something else just to look good? that that's 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 foolish it's foolish so listen tell me let's see you know who did a great stare down on at hands on their knees uh was tony ramos you know, tell me and i guess tell if i'm standing my hands on my knees you know what i'm eyeing you up what you oh he's tired no no mf -er, i'm not tired i'm getting ready to come take you down again and then i'm gonna put you on your back how about that if your head's right i, I feel like head up completely changes the dynamic when your head's up yeah. and you're looking up it's different when your head's yeah. down I feel like it's, I think I do think there's an element of of hope of like uh yes. that you don't want to give your opponent hope, right? If it's not going well, yeah. if you if hope is a powerful thing, right? Just Absolutely, and, yeah, yeah. Right? And if someone stares across and they're down four or five and the guy's standing strong and doesn't look tired, you will not get more hope. And if the guy, yes. fair or not, whether physiologically, scientifically, whether it's helping him or not to have his hands, you see a guy with his hands on his knees and his head is down or maybe not up, that will give you hope. And you'll be like, okay, maybe this guy's feeling it a little more than me. And now I have hope. And hope's powerful, which we've acknowledged. Therefore, don't do it, right? That's the counterpoint. That's yeah. my reattack, Ben. So yeah. But well, don't, uh, someone like, so, so I think that comes from that experience because – you know, um, there are certain wrestlers who get tired, right? So when you maybe when you're wrestling Ooh. said person, especially <laughs> shut up, Kyle, especially at the college level, um, you know, if you see that, you're like, okay, maybe I've, I have some hope to your point, right? But if this becomes common practice and everyone does it, then no one's gonna have hope because that everyone knows that's just what you do if you want to recover most efficiently. And everyone knows if we do a seven minute wrestling match, we're gonna get tired. You know, someone else who I, I don't quote me this, but I think he puts his hands on his knees a lot. Um, I, I just get, I'm envisioning him doing this in my head is Jordan Burroughs, right? And so yeah. if Jordan Burroughs put his hands on his knees and there's 30 seconds left and I'm up by a point. Am I thinking, yeah, he's tired. I got, I got him. him. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, 
oh shoot he's gonna come at me like a honey badger right now and i gotta somehow preserve a one-point lead you know and so it's like from experience you realize that just despite the fact that he's putting his hands on his knees as soon as the whistle blows he's gonna come at me like a honey badger yeah so I, I think there's that part of it too yeah he does he does now that you mentioned it he does i think a lot of guys do. it's the head up thing i think that makes a makes a big difference but then there's the the re-re attack maybe you're playing possum a little bit you know head but, down yeah. oh, i'm feeling good but he's gonna think i'm not feeling good and then you use their aggression and their hope against them then you take them down and you erase the hope and then they, <laughs> then they know they're done that's like the that's the 60 chess in body language that I, that I never got to play, but would have loved to play. Um, yes. So, so I'm, I'm, did you, I'm all about it. You kind of didn't I'm get all tired, it. though, Ben. You never looked tired. I got tired. I, I, I masked it. You know, I, did, I didn't give the body language. Um, okay, I did not so have you, studies. On, well, I didn't have studies on what the most efficient way to, to get air back was. If I did, I would have done it. I'm, I am 100% about the most efficient way to get something done. And so, you know, what? One, I stole this quote from, thing. my brother keeps calling me, and doesn't he know I do podcasts every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning? <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> what the heck? Okay, so uh, I'm not, I refuse to take the call. I, I did get an interesting text from, from Keegan uh, O'Toole just a second ago that I will not say on radio. Okay, I love uh, interesting Which I'll tell you, tell you off. Okay. Um, all right, where was I at? I, okay, I didn't get tired. I got tired in college. I dealt with it. Um, Oh, I'm okay. So no, no, Dan Harrison, Dan Harrison had this quote back in the day and he said, Fun function over form. And I've always kind of kept that, you know, I probably thought that previously, but that's put words to my thoughts. And essentially what it means is how it looks is it irrelevant to how it actually works. Yeah. Okay. So what it looks like doesn't matter if it works well. And that's kind of something I was taught in wrestling. And, you know, I remember I showed, uh, you know, Brian Snyder, who I love, I showed him my highlight tape. Uh, do I have it somewhere? I had a highlight tape we made. No, I don't have it here. From uh, college. And, and no, it's a, DVD. it's a DVD. It is a DVD. And he said, um, Ben, you look like dog crap. I don't know how you score all those points. You do everything wrong. And it's like, yeah, because yeah, it doesn't matter what it looks like as long as it scores points, dog. Yeah. You're uh well, like, you know, especially with, with your leg attacks, your, your head was often down on a lot of your – a lot of your singles and stuff yeah. like that, but didn't really matter because if your hands were locked, it it usually worked. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Funny that Brian Snyder said. So, that. yeah, I'm all, I'm all about efficiency. So uh, I've never obviously seen a study. I, you know what? This does make sense though, because funny enough, I got asthma while I was in college. What? I was specifically allergic to one tree on the six mile run path. A tree? Okay. Not a type of tree. Uh, well, uh, sorry, a, a type of tree that was oh, along the path of the run, right? And it was specifically on this one hill. And so, like, the first time it happened, I was like, dude, I never get tired. You know, I, I don't, well, I was get tired. I never get that tired. Like, I was yeah. like, I couldn't breathe, you know? What the heck's going on? And so I kind of like, you know, just shuffled and I dealt with it. And then after I got past that, that section, I, you know, I started breathing and I, and I could run, you know, I started running again. So the next time, same thing happens. I'm like, oh, dude, what in the heck is going Just on? Trying to get out of hill and, workouts, and I tried to pull. I tried to push through it, and I started like almost dying, Christian. Like, I could, I could not breathe because you know I was having like an asthma attack, and I just started kept trying to book it. And I was like, and so I, I specifically remember I would have to put my, 
you know, like that would help me breathe a lot better when I did that than when I was standing up straight and continue to try to run. I literally had to bend over uh, to, to breathe. And then, you know, I, I would take a minute, two minutes and recover. And, and then I, w- I would be able to keep running. Um, and that, that happened to be the case, like almost every single time I did the run. And then after that year, I got an allergy test and then I got some medication and then, you know, I, I figured it out. Right. But that whole fall, I don't know, we did five of them, right? So every single week I, I had asthma attack and I was almost dying on this six mile run. Um, and I remember, you know, the only way I could catch my breath a bunch of times was actually put my hands on my knees and kind of like, you know, lean over like that. So it, it makes sense. Oh my gosh, man. That's really, <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess Missouri is kind of uh, uh, what is it? Is, it is in fact in the center of the United States. So St. Louis and Kansas City are two of the worst that? places for. It is. It's a. It's a. There. There is a. Well, so the the geographic center of the population has been moving west southwest, right? But the the actual center of the United States know, is only in one point because the United States does not keep moving. You guys know what I'm saying? By the ge- our research is inconclusive, then. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I will send you the screenshot. I think it might be Kansas or Nebraska. Oh my gosh! We get him fired up about it's on the east. Um, someone asked on on the boards, um, would you go to a duel held today? It was from the Ohio State. Yes, I saw you it. Would, you would go to a duel. Yeah, I would go to a duel. I actually can't wait to go to a duel. Yeah, <laughs> in fact, um, does that make me an idiot? I don't know, but I really no, it doesn't. Okay, good. Because I, I would definitely go. They said, I don't know, App State, but this, Campbell was going down. I'd be like, all right, let's go watch that probably. Huh. Well, this is, Kirsten, this is what uh, I, I was, I think I was saying earlier. I would say, I, I read this thread, obviously. I don't think all, some of these posters are probably envious and, and spiteful that they can't go to a duel. But some of them are literally generally concerned that they think other people, yeah. people are going to get other people sick. So I, I think there is some genuine concern. I don't share their sentiment, but I, I do understand where they're coming from. And I, I don't think it's malicious. I don't think it's hateful. No. I think that's their perspective. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, th- I think that's the root of a lot of this and there's so much unknown still and when the information like continually changes it's just it's sometimes it's easier maybe more logical to just be like okay hold on let's just wait watch and see figure out what's going on and then then make uh make some sense of it yeah yeah hey so uh, your man your olympic teammate triple c henry cejudo says he's gonna go train at, at iowa city with spencer and Terry. Where obviously. did he say this? Where? He said it in a um where was that article? UW, it was with uh Olanowski on the UWW like live Instagram. Uh, think, okay, I'm I'm good. Hey, he might that's I mean maybe do it for you know, because he enjoys wrestling, like say like I went and paid to go chain Jordan Burroughs. I mean that's possible. Uh but is, did he say he's gonna wrestle full time, or he's like was gonna go for a few workouts? I it's I think it sounded like a few workout. Out. Yeah, he he yeah. mentioned yeah. that yeah. it's been Spencer's a really good wrestler, and it's awesome to watch him, and that he feels like kind of connected to him because Terry's like training him, and he knows what that's mm. like, so he feels like he has a connection with him. Mm. Yeah, I definitely I definitely could see that. Um, yeah, that's I mean that's all right. Wrestle most wrestlers enjoy wrestling. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Henry's in that category. 
right. So you have a lot of time. He's just retired at 33. He's going to be able to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Holy cow. Retired at 33. Andy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coming up, Bracky. Yeah. Are you 30 I better, yet? I better no. go. On. No. He said, are you 27? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. For a few more days. Oh, that's right. Classic May birthday. Okay. Uh-oh. So start talking. Uh, well, what are we at? 906. Do you want to go to talk a little 125? Uh, yeah, I think that'd be a fun, a fun place to go. Uh, I love, I, lo- I love these red shirt reports. I don't know if we want to save that for tomorrow. Uh, I always, I always enjoy those. I do too. I, I just put it, that in there for, uh, in. yeah, for the 125 talk. Yeah. Okay. So y- there's some, a lot of firepower going in 25. Actually, I'll send, uh, I'll give, uh, you want, I'll just send this to Kyle Grover real quick so he can pull up the rankings if, if he sh- should so choose. Um, so a lot of firepower coming back. Vito Arugel, Rayvon Foley, Sam Latona. Keep an eye out for this guy. Brock Hudkins mm-hmm. back in the mix. So there's four pretty um, solid red shirts. I mean, two of those. Foley is ranked fourth, and Vito is ranked third. So we can check those mm-hmm. out. And um, a couple other salty red shirts. One, Chris Cannon from Northwestern. Which had me wondering what Northwestern might do. Yeah, keep scrolling. Oh, oh you gotta be, you gotta be so that, in, that's that. That's why um, uh, Seabass going forty-one. Well, I don't know if that's why. I'm sure if Seabass wanted to go thirty-three, they would say, "Yeah, Chris Cannon, Michael D'Agostino, you got to figure something." I out. I think it might be because he weighs like one sixty-five, one seventy right now. That could <laughs> be something to do with it. Did you grow at all in college, Ben? No. Uh, I mean, well, that's it. So for, uh, no, my first year, that was it. So the, when I got, from when I got there to the end of my redshirt year and that was it. Okay. Um, it's done. It's kind of a, kind of a thing that happens. Like some of these guys, um, just, uh, blow up a little bit like stink bugs. Like yeah. stink bugs. <laughs> Sebastian Rivera said. So yeah, if what Northwestern could do, and I don't know who they would do this with, but Cannon or D'Agostino could go 33. One of them stays at 25. Seabass at 141, um, which probably makes the most sense for their lineup, right? So, yes. Do we, uh, I, I don't know who's bigger, who's what, but Cannon had a nice retro. He was 19 and 2. I didn't realize this. Chris Cannon for Northwestern was 19 and 2 last year. He pinned Jay Schwarm in a. Uh, it was in what? A, yeah, he pinned Schwarm in a match that was close. It was like tied at the time, it was a close match. And I forget, I think Cannon shot or is a reattack from Cannon maybe. And Schwarm tried to dive under, throws in a bottom leg Turk and boom, um, was able to, was able to pin him. So he was 19 two. His only losses were to Kolioko and to Pat Glory. So he had a really salty season. Um, he did good at uh, juniors, I think uh, the year before. Yeah. He was fourth at juniors the year before and like 10 owed Brody Teske. So I'm not sure who would go up, D'Agostino or Cannon, but they'll have options there. And Northwestern, you know, they're a team. What I forget what they were ranked in the preseason. I'll pull that up. Fourth right now. in the tournament so rankings. They're ranked fourth, and they could potentially insert another national qualifier, maybe all, all American contender. Who knows? At but does twenty five or thirty three? Does that affect Seabass's red shirt? I'm not red shirt. Does that affect Seabass's ranking? Um, you, I mean, would his points go down? I'm gonna look real quick. They probably yeah. go so down you guys a little have, bit because I would imagine he would slot in right behind Ironman. 
So he's ranked. Or yeah, he I don't know. Um, Christian, let's put? let's make some let's let's make someone mad this morning. Who are you picking? Nick Lear, Sebastian Rivera. I would Ooh. take Sebastian Rivera in his wins. Oh my gosh! In ranking, no. or who would win the match? Oh, who in the no. match? I in, a match. in a match. Right. In a match. In a match. Oh my gosh! Oh, this is an amazing match. Um. So Sebastian is slicker. Nick Lee's got the tank. My my question is, man, but you know what? I think I think it's a good matchup for for Rivera because Nick's going to want to get his hands on him. As you have uh, mentioned, he was yep. able to keep space really well. Would he be able to do mm-hmm. that with um, with Nick Lee? Man, my gut was like the first thing when you said it, I said Nick Lee. And now I'm thinking about it a little more, and I'm less sure. Um, I'll take I'll take Seabass, but man, I don't feel that great about it. I was kind of like Nick Lee for the win all last year. Thought he was going to win 141. Who knows what would have happened there? Yeah, I'm taking Seabass. All he does is beat dudes that are amazing. He beat Seth Gross. He beat Seth Gross. He beat RBY. He beat Spencer Lee two times in a row. Oh boy. Yeah. Damn. The 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 pace isn't an issue for him. Yeah, I don't think he's I've we've really seen him get tired before. Um yeah. what do you who do you like, Ben? This is such a tough pick. That's why, that's why I, I offloaded that discussion to you guys. Yeah, so. oh, what an <laughs> offload. Dude, I think I, um, I think Yanni Seabass is a thing. I think Yanni Ironman uh, or uh, Ironman uh Seabass is a thing. So I feel like I I feel like Dude, forty one wanted... is going to be the best weight next year. I know. 30, I feel like if Yanni stays down. Oh yeah, I think there's a chance yeah, he moves up. I think there's a chance he moves up too. I, okay, here's what I feel. I feel I feel like I want to see that Seabass actually looks good at one forty one. Like he's like looks like that size. You know, I feel like at one thirty three he was definitely like solid at one thirty three. I mean, he was not small in any way, shape, or form. Um, and so he feel that way, but I just feel like he's a smaller person than Nick Lee. And but maybe he's not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's. I mean, that's like my initial feeling on the subject is that Nick Lee's gonna have a significant size advantage. But maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, and that's and Seabass has actually grown, and he's a solid 141. Man, I was worried about Seabass at 133 because the year before. When he wrestled Michich, he looked like he was like two weight classes oh, below Michich. Good point. But then yeah. the next year, he looked like a good size thirty three pounder. So maybe that trajectory has continued, and he's he's a full size forty one. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, so I I think that makes a big big point in in when you're picking this match. Is it like you know is he a, is he weighing in at one thirty six wrestling one forty one or is he you know not. weighing in Weighing it at 141, and then he weighs, you know, we'll say 145, 146 by the time he wrestles. Then he's over 160 now. He yeah. might weigh 170. Well, I, he's not always going to be over 160. I know, but he's not going to I'm With My point some being, guys, if he goes 41, when, he's not going to end up at 30, yeah. 38, you know? Was, you'd be surprised. Some guys keep shrinking. Once they start, you know, losing the stink bugness, um, <laughs> and, and they're getting more back to a healthy weight, and they're training twice a day, they just start – their body starts fading away, and they start shrinking. Who was it that um, – someone we thought that was fairly big, and then they ended up weighing in underweight at the NCAAs a couple of Well, Jaggers, you know, like, this used to happen to. 
Jaguars yeah, like, okay, there's there, there's a great example. Yeah, yeah. Same weight class. He would, he would get stink bug-ish in the summer for sure. Stink bug J, they used to call him. <laughs> Send this picture to Grover. <laughs> this one? Yeah. yeah, this one's what? A- Hang on. We're gonna send we're gonna send a a, a picture for him to for Kyle to pull for up. For Jaggers? No, 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 no. The stink bug. Sea 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 bass. I wanna send him a couple. Ba- I wanna send shirt off. Shirt off sea bass. And then we got uh, Stink Bug Stink Bug Sea Bass and a Stink Bug J. Yeah. Man, I want Yanni to stay down for just my own personal enjoyment here. But Yes. Then again, this weight, if you take Yanni out, I we were supposed to be talking about 125 and now it's <laughs> stink bugs and 141. This is just listen, you signed up for this. You knew when you clicked there's no guarantees of what we're going to talk about. Here. <laughs> you commented on this picture thick bass season. Yes, I did. I did. I love it. I put like four C's in there. Now, Yanni goes up. Here's what you're still left with. Jay Nyerman, Nick Lee, uh Ian Parker, Chad Red, Dom Demas, Cade Brock, Sebastian Rivera, if he's in there, real woods. So this weight is is ludicrous. Still, I'm in. Re- regardless, Ben's in. I'm in. It's official. We're in. Uh, this would be a very fun weight. But if you throw Yanni in there, Ben, then it's the best weight. Ooh. Then it's unquestionably. Well, well, but what about 133? You, okay, so one thirty. We don't have Seabass. We could have Seabass, Fix, Meaches, Bravo, Young, DeSanto, Philippi, Alvarez, Bridges, Gomez. Love it. And then, That's top what, 10. And then if what about Nikki push-ups comes back? If Nikki push-ups, <laughs> Nikki push-ups he's if, back. If Nikki folk style makes a return, dude. If if uh yeah, if Nikki school attender arrives with Rivera still down at thirty three, I just don't think that's gonna happen. Rivera in particular, Suriano, who knows? Um, I could see him. Sim, similar thing, like why come back this year when you can be back the next year? And if you're trying to make the Olympic team, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I could see him saying, "I don't want to. I don't want to like shorten season." But then again, maybe he, maybe the like a bridge season would appeal to him because he wouldn't want to wrestle that much anyways. What's up, Smirks? Uh, someone said, "LOL, Seabass is going to get a stink bug tattoo next." <laughs> oh, what if he did? Because he got the fish tattooed on the inside of his arm. That's great. Are you guys gonna put this picture up? Let's I go. sent it to Kyle Grover. It's coming, jeez. <laughs> Impatient Ben. Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> oh, the- oh, shoot! No, that's not the right. <laughs> he might wait. wait he might wait. The right proportions, Kyle. We get he the might- no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stretched oh. out in the mirror. So, oh, I, so just so he you might know wait. Why we're- Here's what they have to know why we're exclaiming right now, Ben. So basically, we have a we have a monitor and it has oh, us on man. it, and also has like a preview screen. And so Kyle sends the pictures to the other Kyle. There's lots of Kyles. He's probably drinking a monster as well. And the picture shows up what he's gonna show in the preview, but it's like stretched oh. out. So the thick bass looks even thicker. It's not good. <laughs> oh, there oh, it man, is. Dude. All right, this looks much better. Oh, put uh, that all right, picture. Sebastian. Look, that's that dude. guy. He's never gonna see thirty three again. <laughs> Kiss it goodbye. He's gonna he wrestle off. He's gonna wrestle off Franklin Gomez for the seventy four <laughs> kilogram spot for the Olympic team. Oh god! That man was supposed to wrestle fifty seven kilograms. Fifty seven kilos. He did. He did. He went he, to one the, time. He did. Yeah. He made the Puerto Rican finals, and there's the other one of him training. So, can he re wrestle the uh, Puerto Rican trials at 60, 65 kg? That's a good question. Like, are they going to have the Puerto Rican trials again? Is there a, who's who's the Puerto Rican champion at sixty five? 
Well, is it Jose Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember him, Ben? Yeah, yeah, from uh, NDSU. Uh, No, that's Josh Rodriguez. Jose Rodriguez is the guy that wrestled for Ohio State for a year as a true freshman. What? Thomas, you... You remember this? He guy? went to Puerto Rico. Yes, he was. He, he didn't was go there. Like, <laughs> he just wrestled he was, for them. He was ranked like he was ranked like third after CKLB because he made the finals or something. And then I guess he moved to Puerto Rico. He wasn't ranked third. He, that never happened. But he did make the CKLB finals, and he hit a leg cradle on Joey Dance that I didn't uh, yes. understand what was happening in the. Uh, oh, he the, wrestled. He wrestled Zane at um, in Ottawa and lost that. You know, pretty quick. What? So where does where does Jose Rodriguez live or train if it's not in Puerto Rico? I don't know. Well, he he won a national title at Notre Dame. Yeah, he may be at Notre oh. Dame. Oh, oh, I didn't know this. He won a national title at like one forty nine or something after wrestling one twenty five at Ohio State. Yeah, the funniest thing is when guys go from like D one to D two and they go up like five weight classes and um still end up Dang. doing pretty good. I remember he. NCAA's his his yeah his freshman year NCAA's he was running around the arena in this like parka. Oh yeah, he, he looked. He, he you looked want like, to talk about a stink bug. He, he looked, had so many clothes on. He looked like the kid in a Christmas story. Yes, that's exactly could, what I was going to say. Get his arms down. Oh, oh he won at one forty one. Sorry, one forty one. Okay, apologize. Yeah, you could Jose. tell. Well, I wasn't one of the. I mean, I guess I heard rumors. One of the reasons he left Ohio State was because one twenty five was just too hard for him to make. He also got in like big trouble too. Oh, okay. Yeah, something happened. I, I think that. he got. He may have. Uh, uh, pretty sure he got arrested. I don't even. I don't even think I have to like dance around this. I'm pretty sure he and I'm pretty sure he got in trouble with AJ Agazarm's brother, if I'm remembering correctly. Hey, uh, AJ Agazarm, this, this is not a good person. I'm doing. Hey, Ben. <laughs> what? So they have a uh, Flow Grappling has a podcast that they do that's called Who's Number yeah. One, and AJ's going to uh-huh. be on it. Uh, and he asked me to be the co-host with Sears for some reason tomorrow. So I'm going to be doing that show tomorrow, and I don't know uh, why. You better get ready. He's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna come after you with something. I don't think he's gonna come after me. It says his hometown, Ponce, Puerto Rico. Okay, maybe he is in Puerto Rico. Jose I told you he moved to Puerto Rico. <laughs> I guarantee I you, he's not. I in Puerto knew Rico. it. He doesn't right live there. I that knew was it. his hometown. That's where he was born. I knew it. He moved to Puerto Rico. It's a nice place. Oh, my gosh. Hey, listen, Christian, listen to this. Here's a, here's an idea for you, Christian. I love it. Okay, tell Flo all you want to do is FRL, and then you move to Puerto Rico, and, and you and I stream live, and you don't have to pay any uh, United States federal income tax. Wait, one more time? <laughs> he wants you to move to Puerto Rico. So I don't have to pay. Because you don't federal income tax, yes. Okay. I think, I think yeah. the – Tax advantages you get would be negated by the other things involved with probably having to live in Puerto Rico. There's a, there's a trade-off there, right? Uh, I don't know. It seems like a nice place. Yeah, it does seem nice. Um, okay, yeah. It was it was Anthony J. Agazarm, um, who is not AJ Wait, Agazarm. Anthony J., that sounds like AJ. I know, but it's not. <laughs> you know, Are you sure? Like Ed Roos' brother's name is Edmund kind of thing. It's like, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> People have His parents are trying to play jo- jokes on people. Yeah. Um, so it was Anthony and Jose, Jose Rodriguez. They got in trouble. Oh uh, well, well, we went this far. What did they do? just read the damn article? They be- uh, they they beat an army medic. 
Well, how do we know? I mean, what? Hey, they weren't actually in a war, and the guy was being a medic. It was probably at a I, bar or something. Yeah, it was at a bar. I mean, what does him being an army medic sorry, have they to do with Fallujah beating fighting. up army medics? Obviously, they're they're at a bar. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's worth, that's flew, worth mentioning. They flew all, all the way to Fallujah, and they said, "No, you don't save anybody," and they beat him up. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's, it's not good. You can't, you're not supposed to beat people up at bars. Yeah. Yeah, it's not nothing good. Um, can Especially come. troops. Especially a freaking troop for the love of all things. But all they right. didn't know he was a troop. How did I, he was in street clothes? Probably. Well, it doesn't matter. You should just assume they're all troops. And yeah. Don't beat assume anyone. Everyone's up. a troop. And don't beat them up. That's that's. I what think I, do. that's close, why I don't beat anyone up, Ben. <laughs> I think the closest I ever came to a street fight was. Uh, I, I knew he was a troop, or maybe he was faking it because he told me he was a Marine and he could kill me like four different ways. Stolen that was probably the closest. And and I told him he's an idiot and he's being ridiculous. And I'm not going to beat him up, but I definitely could. And yeah. uh, no, he he was pretty certain he could kill me four different ways. Really? Well, <laughs> if it involved like guns, knives, and other weaponry, he's probably no, 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 right. no, no, no weapons. He said with death touches. Death touches. If he said death yeah. touches, that they do not, not a marine. Yeah. Marine touches. The, death touches. touches the no, he's a no. liar. He's a liar. He lied to you. He, guys, he told me he was gonna kill me with death touches. <laughs> what do you want me to say? You know what, though, Ben? I had a I had a uh uh what was it, the class? Social studies, I guess you call it history teacher yeah. in high school that was like a black belt in karate or whatever. And yeah. he claimed to know like the death touch. And when you're a junior, oh my gosh. and you're a junior in high school, like I don't know anything about martial arts or anything. I was like, oh my gosh. And mate, he was either one <laughs> just trolling me and messing with me in the class, or two, um, he really believes that. Because there are some like uh, some snake oil salesman type of like. Not oh, yeah. to throw karate under the bus, but like karate and short, they're like, well, like let's they just can, say like, martial. Let's just say martial martial arts, so no one gets mad at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't need all the rabid karate um, listeners coming after me. Um, yes, but like Joe, they, Joe they Rogan actually with, shares some really good ones where they yeah they like push them like you know. Yes, yeah. that's so fake. I can't believe people <laughs> fall for that. <laughs> Why don't people say okay, do that? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's interesting uh, they get other people to go get in on the bit. And these people will get in on the bit, but then follow them blindly as they... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. There, Human... There's some really awesome ones on the internet. If you, you guys start like going down that rabbit hole, it's we like, should, We oh should my break God, down one dying. fake karate video a, a day on FRL. I think that would be a really fun uh, I, I'm so in. I'm so in. All right, we'll start finding them. People start sending us fake karate bits because... Uh... I got the best one for you guys tomorrow. Okay, he already, he already has one dialed <laughs> he's up. Already, he's Bracky had a playlist for this already. Yeah, I'm so glad you really? guys brought this up. No, Apparently. I just know one video. I I've been waiting for 501 episodes <laughs> to talk about this. All right, Wait, who who I knew? I need to talk to our lawyers. Make sure we can get it cleared. Uh, we'll, we'll work to get it cleared. And um, oh, good. you know, Copyright Rogan footage? they they are always worried about it on Rogan. Like when they pull up YouTube videos, like but they're always worried about they they keep the audio out. And they think that like makes it okay. So I don't know if it's okay for him. It's okay, it's okay for, for us. Yeah, we'll just tell. We'll just tell him if anyone says anything, we'll say talk to Joe. Rogan. Talk to Joe Rogan, please. We have re- we have uh, clearance from Rogan. Please take this up with Joe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, here we go.
Uh, Here we go. So what? about those no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. This show's everywhere. It's been good though. Been good. Uh, no, so about 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 the 125 rankings. About 125. Oh yeah. That's about 125 karate. Oh yeah. Um, Spencer okay. Lee, next topic. Yes, that okay. always always that. <laughs> he is next topic for that. But, but what if Vitalia Ruzja has a death touch? <laughs> the he, Russian death touch. He kind of does sometimes. He kind of. He is to me. Maybe I don't know who's a bigger threat to Spencer. Vito or Glory? Ooh. Uh, Vito, because he has better pinning capabilities, and I think that's the only way they're beating Spencer. Oh, you got to pin him. Dude, oh, Glory I think so. is ridiculous I think on top. Glory turned him it did. in a tilt. Yeah, but, but, but Spencer turns Glory all the time. I mean, Spencer's yeah. going to be up a good, say, six to, six to ten points going into the second period. So this is the thing. Vito sometimes is like um, – Spencer-ish with like early bursts, mm, yeah. a lot of points yeah. really quick. Him versus Dayton, yeah, yes. U.S. Open. Two he put years on ago. Dayton the first mm-hmm. like minute and a half. He was up like six zero, and I he did get teched. Yes, he got tech followed. So, <laughs> but I just but when I think about that, and it's the match I really want to see. But when I think about that, I think Vito's aggression will get him taken down, and then he will get okay. turned. I feel like yeah, he, and then there's come, there's like uh, so like, like a spider monkey. He's a spider there, there's monkey. Like, there's like a one and a half percent chance he'll get a pin. Okay, one and a half percent. He was up six in the first minute and a half. Well, yeah. I think he either threw him or double legged him or something. I, um, I definitely got a one of the some of the four points. It was a four pointer for sure, and then something else. I think they took him down. Yeah, four body lock. That behind yep. it planted him four, but then he Ooh. just took him down. Yeah. Did, was there a challenge that made it 7-0? Yeah, he just double-legged. He just no. straight on doubled him. Dayton wasn't ready off the whistle. Dang. Mm-hmm. We were So it's funny, Ben. We, uh, we were walking into the studio, and when we get here, uh, one of the IT guys, Jordan, he like cuts on all the TVs. I don't know if you've been in Flow, but we have all these TVs, and they just like get some streams up. And we walk by, and uh, Anthony Ashnall is wrestling Grant Leith at Fargo. And we're just uh-huh. walking, and we glance up, and there was a restart back to the center. We'll we'll play the video on, uh, we'll just tweet it or something. But but Ashnall, it was like the worst trying to jump the whistle before the thing. Happened. Grant Leith was barely even back, and he turned and shot, and it was really funny. So we'll find that video, and we'll we'll tweet it out because <laughs> it was it was hilarious. Speaking of Grant Leith, 125 pounds. <laughs> we're almost we're almost talking about it, guys. It's really it's really there's a good chance it could happen. Uh, I think you're just not that excited because Spencer Lee is fairly far and uh, way better than everybody. It's I not guess, all exciting. I guess I, I guess that is definitely true. But I'm, I am excited about this weight compared to uh, next year. Any sleepers that you see in this weight class that you think okay, this guy could enter the the top five conversation because the top. You know, eight are Spencer, Glory, Vito, Rayvon yeah. Foley, Camacho, Schroeder, Patzel, Brandon, Courtney. So I think, you know, we haven't seen Rayvon much recently. I think from four on is pretty fluid. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like Jack, Jack Medley had some really good matches last year. Patrick McKee was beating Devin Schrader before he got hurt, and then he got tech falled. Sam Latona obviously looked good against um, – uh, pitching any. So, yeah, I, I think uh, I, I would say I don't feel all that secure. E- even Rayvon Foley, I think, is, I don't want to say he's going to get beat, but I think there are possibilities of that happening. 
Yeah, that's why I said instead of five through it, five through eight, I said four through eight because I yeah I like Rayvon a lot. He's good. He beat he beat Bresser. I'm pretty sure his um, last time at NCAs, but mm-hmm. um, did he wrestle at all? I know he registered yeah. last year, but he went to some he tournaments. Wrestled I, some open. And he was four, just one uh, open. He was four and He went to the Lake Erie Storm Open. I don't know hmm, why. Tough one. But he did. Did you ever go to the Lake Erie Storm Open to pad your hodge? <laughs> pad your hodge. If it would have been if that would have been available. You know what? Now now that I look back, I should have done a few more. <laughs> you would, so yeah. I should have I should have got to hundred pins. I mean I was close enough. Yeah. Then you could really throw it in uh Gene Mills and Wade Chalice's face, but instead, yeah, because they, they, they had both they both had nine minute matches, which is bull crap. I only got seven minutes. Oh, wow. and then yeah, it's crap, right? Yeah, Not fair. And um, was it three, three minute had, periods? Yeah, and Dan Gable, Dan Gable had nine minute matches as well. Oh, man. um, so, yeah, so they, they had two extra minutes to pin somebody. That is like how much more percent time of two out of seven? That's 20. That's like 28 and a half percent. So let's, let's subtract 28. You know what? I'm the greatest pin of all time. Cause if you subtract 28 and a half percent of 107, what's that? That's gotta be, that's gotta be minus 20 something. Yeah. Give 20. me, give me a number. Oh, hold on. 107 times. I point two eight five thirty. 30. Okay. 30. Oh, they, they only got 70. Dude, I blow them away. Gene, Mills, Wade, Chalice, we just did this. I don't, I don't even know why I thought about this angle before. I should have ran this angle years ago, Christian. Years ago. Okay. Gene Mills, Wade, Chalice. Blog about you. You got a blog with your Dude, name. Wade on. Chalice. I'm, I am calling Win Magazine. They're going to rename the Chalice Award the Askren Award. I am the greatest pinner of all time because they had twenty eight and a half percent extra time on the mat. Well, that while that is true. What you would have to know, Ben, is how many pins they got between seven minutes and nine minutes. Because that's that not num- that's not that's not true. That's not true. Because just knowing true? that you got knowing you have a couple extra minutes, like you know, you can slow things down a little bit. I mean, you know what you can do in two minutes. Like if you know you have two extra minutes, you can slow it down a little bit. You can take your time. You know, as as opposed to like worrying about getting close to a major to help the team get an extra team point. You know, I'm cutting them, taking them down a few more times. To, Get close to a major, so I know I at least have the major secured if I don't pin him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, two mi- two minutes, dude. I- I'm subtracting twenty eight. Uh, it's actually twenty eight point five seven percent is is uh, two sevenths, right? Yeah. You you said yeah. that you did that in your head pretty quickly. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, good job with the middle math right. there. <laughs> um, I'm right. talented at that. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe I worked. I've worked at it. Maybe you worked at at calculating in your head. Okay. I don't know if we're talking about 125 anymore. It seems like we just aren't. Go to so questions. We'll just go to questions and <laughs> get the heck out of here. Especially- Ricky, you want to talk about fake karate. You're not staying on task either. I'm fired. No, you. I know. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what else we can say about 125. Yeah. All right. Fine. Well, All right. Hang on. Let's look at the register report. Big shout, report. Is big anyone- shout Sam Latona. Watch out for him. He's from Alabama. Yep. He's six feet tall. He Rolled somehow makes one twenty-five. He's he's gonna be really good. Mikhail McGee, oh, Arizona State. He's going thirty-three. But he's going thirty-three. So scratch that. All right, that's it. We talked about Chris Cannon. We talked about Sam Latona. Okay. Rayvon Foley's back. That's it. Vito's back. That's it. He's from Fs. That's it. All right. Keys from Fs. Here we go. Um. So, so okay, let me see. Here. 
Well, it's funny. <laughs> I didn't see this question until uh, I got to work this morning, and I had this shirt on, so I'll ask it. Will Colat ever have a wrestler in Navy win a national championship? Does it, do you have a Navy shirt on? I can only see, like, the top portion. Yeah. Here, let me let me part the C's here. Oh, look at that. A little Popeye. My dad's, nice. My dad arrived today to uh, Virginia. He was in the Navy, so I wore this shirt on Aussie. brand. Good job. Awesome. Suck up, dude. Yeah, pretty big suck up. Um, <laughs> that's my trying to trying to get some allowance. Um, Wait, but, hey, uh, sorry. This this is actually interesting. Someone is saying Ridge Lovett is going one twenty five next year. This guy be shenanigans, right? What? Who said that? No on Facebook. Ridge Lovett next year one twenty five. Why would he do that when they just brought in Liam? Yeah, no Cronin. respect. We don't respect Ridge Lovett. Who is this guy? Tommy Smith. Tommy guy, Smith. He. You got receipts? Tommy, How you know he's going twenty five. He's a troop. Yeah, we gotta be careful. Seriously. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Tommy. Well, we were, <laughs> he's we got, were, he's, I respect you more than uh, a, fi- a rumor about him going 25 that we don't know anything about. Right. So, yes. Sorry. Sorry, troop, Tommy. Um, but other troops, Navy troops, Naval I Academy. Think I think my bet would be yes. Uh, because. You know, Colette's probably going to be there. I would assume if he left Campbell, he sees it as, I don't, I don't want really to call it, what, your forever home? He's going to be there 15 years, 20 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. I, I think the chances are better of him having a chance, a champ than not, for sure. I agree. Yeah, I'll tell you what. We, you know, Nomad and I have been trying to just knock out all these school lists. Um, and I've been getting kids school lists for like, five years now i'm not sure i've ever seen navy appear on one and then um since we started doing this a few months ago uh cooper flynn luca wick cole deary and brandon hosselton who are all top 50 recruits in the class of 2021 listed navy as uh one of their top schools so i think the quality of wrestler he's going to get is going to be even better than it was at campbell and he had some pretty good ones at campbell so yeah and i use i also use Navy, what they had been able to do the last couple of years. You think about someone like Matt Miller. They, they've gotten good guys. Matt Miller was um, fourth in the country. So they've had guys. Yeah. They've been able to place high. Carey is just such, an, uh, such a name in the sport and so yes. renowned. He's just going to get uh, a different array of kids probably than they were able to get prior. And, uh, and he was doing – He, I mean, he had a lot of – really guys getting really highly ranked at Campbell. And I, and I got to assume, I don't remember for sure, but before he got to Campbell, um, man, I got, I got to assume they didn't have anyone in the rankings. Is that fair? Yeah, they had, um, Eric Montoya may have been, uh, when he was there before he transferred to Nebraska. But other than that, no, I, I seriously doubt it. Uh, they were, and then they were ranking, they were going to send how many guys to NCAs? Or I think they had six. Six guys. So he's going to do a really good job. And they had the, like two or three guys ranked in the top ten. And, you know, so, so it's it's interesting because the service academy is such a, uh, you know, you're you're not signing up for four years. You're signing up for, you know, eight, eight years of your life minimum, yep. right? But what you're signing up for is, is, um, is, is pretty – it's, it's it's quite a pitch that our Army, Navy, Air Force Academy have because the the career trajectories with a Naval Academy, Army, Air Force Academy degree mm-hmm. is really really something. And you know, not every kid wants to wants to go into the armed forces, but many do. You think about someone like Morgan McIntosh. You know, he's um, 
think he's a Green Beret. Josh Glenn, mm-hmm. he's in something like super hardcore, um, like special forces type of thing as well. So it's something we've seen guys want to do. I think even Leap Fullheart might be doing something uh, as well. I think Dan Gable said that. So take it up with him. Hmm. So point being, um, Service Academy is great opportunity there, and I think Coach Colat will be able to um, get some guys that are really, really good. So that's my thought, and uh, yeah. Let's talk about Sion cooking, asks someone. <laughs> Listen, Sion is like what every dad aspires to be for, for as far as like a grill master is concerned. Um, he's, he, I, he's, he really is that good. Oh, if you had it, when good. have you had it? Uh, he cooked for me one time. I don't remember which time when I was in Austin. It might have been the time when I was at conferences and you guys were gone or something. Oh, Maybe. Weird. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, when you came and did like the watch thing from the studio? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe mm-hmm. it was then. So yeah, he's he is what you want to be. He can do it all. The various meats, he can grill them, he can smoke them. He did a crawfish boil. Thanks for the invite, Sion. I did not get one. I didn't either. What the heck was that about? What usually was that he, about? Usually he invites like the whole Normally, company. He browbeats me when my whole family doesn't come. Now he's having secret cookouts, <laughs> and we're only hearing about him because he tweets the pictures. That was. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck, Sion? <laughs> now we're pissed. Maybe, I didn't even think about he, that until right now. He wanted to social distance or something. I did. I spent an entire day with that guy shooting yeah, a, man, a fake documentary about he's him. He's been in the office and everything. Was he not in Austin or something? Look, there's there's little legs. He invited families over, not mine. All right, now I'm mad. Now I'm mad, Sion. You know what? That's all I got to say. Okay, is is a pop tart a ravioli? Asks the FRL listener. Uh, gotta be think, no, right? Think it, isn't it like a pastry? I think it's. I think it's. I think it's in the pastry category. Okay, definitely not in the pizza category. Definitely not in the pizza category. Um, <clears throat> someone asked how long before we can see some J. Rob content. Did that last year dismantle his legacy forever? Not in my mind. Um, is an unceremonious end to a legendary career that. That stinks, and I think his uh, ride-or-die um, mentality and how loyal he was to his kids, ultimately, he was kids over institution. He was kids over everything, right? That's just kind of... Which, that's what you probably... That's probably what you should be. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's dangerous as far as your job, keeping your job is concerned. Yeah. But if, I, if, I, if I'm sending my kid to wrestle for somebody or my daughters to do whatever the hell they want to do, for a coach, I, I would prefer, prefer their coach to be in that way, as same way as J. Rob was. Yes, yes. Um, Which is almost for what J. Rob did. It's almost like uh, J. Rob took a bullet for the kids in a certain extent, right? Because he knew what he was doing was probably putting himself in harm's way, but he was willing to do it because he thought that was in the best interest of the kid. Yeah, for sure. He like I, didn't talk to the cops. Like he was like, yeah. "I'm not letting you hang a felony on these kids." Yeah, um, I'm, I don't know if that's um, I don't put words in J. Rob's mouth, but I feel no. like that was the case. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that that was that was the case. We'll probably never be able to talk to J. Rob about that again for, I think, legal reasons. He really can't. Yeah, but um, you know, hopefully, again, he has. That's a guy with a lot of wisdom and a lot of um, a lot to share and and give still. So 
Go I, watch Keepers of the Flame yeah. if you haven't yet. It's a three-episode yeah, series. Awesome. I don't think people realize how bad Minnesota was yeah. when he got there because I really didn't yep. either until I watched it. And just like talking about how he built a program and the fan base is pretty incredible and there's a lot of former wrestlers involved in it and Brock Lesnar and it's crazy. Yeah, it's Very yeah, good. that was really cool. It's a very good cool. Uh, one of our more popular flow films. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really good. So, hope you guys check that out. I don't have anything else. You guys got anything before we get the heck out of here? Uh, I do not have anything. Um, you know what? You know what? You guys need to stay on task tomorrow. Well, you kind of were all <laughs> over the place today. I don't really appreciate it. You know, I would like to stay focused and talk about the only the things that are the document. I don't want to talk about Joe Exotic Pizza or fake karate films. That was no fun at all. Okay, got it. Exotic Joe. Well, listen, this when I got to work this morning, there was one thing in this document. We <laughs> like, really- I, I didn't know how we were going to have a show. But I knew we would, and here we are. It <laughs> happened again. Silencing the uh, haters for another episode of FRL. Kyle, you can play us out, not you, Bracky. Okay, you I, was have no, say, I don't know how to do that. You have no capabilities for that. I don't even know if your speakers work because Hayden is ripping off keys left and right yeah. from your MacBook Pro. Yeah, it's not good. The S is gone. Actually, I was surprised because I was like, crap, I probably use S a lot. You don't use it as much as you think. Really? Yep. Hmm. It's in Flow Wrestling, but right. I guess you don't have to type that very much. So very good. And it's not in your name, so no email. Nope. All right. Well, All right. that's Bracky's problem. See you guys. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Tomorrow. Later.